Welcome back to the Grace Free Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad to be with you. Our special edition. We're talking about the end of the world. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> That's what REM would say, right? So is it the end of the world? How do we know if it is? And how do we recognize the times? Well, this is our third episode in our special edition. And we've talked a little bit about the two big events on the prophetic time clock, biblically, based upon a Christian worldview and what the Bible says that we need to watch for. Remember, it was Israel becoming a nation in 48. And then this, the next thing we look for is the building of the temple in Jerusalem. Remember, we talked about how Israel is God's prophetic time clock. He is going to track, and we're going to be able to track the end of the days by what happens in Israel. Now, I want to talk to you today about something that can be very confusing. I'm going to try to make it real simple. The book of Revelation almost exclusively talks about three types of progressive downgrades, if you will, in the global condition. And the Bible uses three different pictures to describe that. Seals, trumpets, and bowls. Don't get all uh, crazy uh, trying to remember everything and every little detail. I just want to show you the trends that the scripture talks about. There are seven seals, which then leads to seven trumpets and seven bowls. And the Bible calls them judgments. Uh, Basically, God declaring his displeasure on the sinfulness of the world and the lack of the world to repent and embrace Christ. He gave his best. He gave his son. And not accepting Christ as Savior has consequences. It just simply does. So, Let me talk to you about the seven seals in Revelation. These are found primarily in Revelation 6 and 7. Now, the seven seals are going to include the appearance of the Antichrist. Uh, About halfway through the seven seals, we see the Antichrist arise. Now, let's talk about the Antichrist for a minute. Anti can mean against, but it can also mean replacement of. And in this situation, that's what it means. There's going to come a person, a real man, with real flesh and bone, who is going to stand in the place of Christ, who's going to make claims that he can do for you what Christ never did. He is going to be a replacement Christ. He's going to promise things like world peace, the end of global hunger, the end of economic inequities. He's going to promise a fix to every social ill that's there. (laughs) Sort of sounds like a politician, right? Well, he's going to be, but he's going to be empowered by the power of Satan. And, and he's going to have at his disposal the dominions of hell. And he's going to be more persuasive than anyone you've ever seen. The, see, the, the Antichrist's greatest skill is going to be deception. He is going to be able to cause people to believe things they would have only dreamed of ever being true. And to be fair, he's going to be able to deliver on some of this. He's going to have some answers to some of the problems. He's going to be a solutions guy. And he shows up during what the Bible calls the seven sealed judgments. Now, there'll be great warfare. We have that. Now, I got to tell you, that appears also in Matthew 24. And whenever you see, you know, wars, rumors of wars and this kind of stuff, we've always had that. But when the Bible uses the term great warfare, it means to distinguish this warfare from normal. In other words, world wars are not normal. Regional conflicts are. Now, they're both warfare, but we would say a world war is a great war, sort of how we would look at it. So there will be great warfare. There will be nations against nations, not just tribes against tribes. There'll be famine. Famine is coming in the land. Famine will happen. Now, we've had famines before, but this seems to indicate a global problem where food shortage becomes the norm. Then there'll be plagues. 
We're not told what kind of plagues at this stage. Now, we're told a little bit later about some different ones, but there'll be plagues. There'll be the martyrdom of believers in Christ. There'll be an increased hatred toward believers during these seven sealed judgments. Now, there won't necessarily be any objective reason for that, except they do not buy into the Antichrist system of worship. Now, when the Antichrist arises, eventually you will have to take a mark. This is where the 666 comes in. Now, that mark isn't um, just your credit card in chip form. That's not it. It's not the evils of technology. Okay, that's, that's not it. This is a mark that identifies you as a worshiper. Yes, someone who aligns themselves with the person of the Antichrist. So that's going to happen during these seven seals. And again, look at the seals and the trumpets and the bowls as just a degeneration of, of the globe, just a spiraling out of control of the globe. That's Don't try to wrap your heads around is, well, does, does the seven seals mean this? And is it greater than the bowls and worse than the judgments? Don't even think about that. It's just It's just stepping down toward the end. That's what it is. So then you're going to have devastating earthquake. That's going to cause terrible devastation and astronomical upheaval. There seems to be, in the Seven Seals Judgment, some indication that there will be an asteroid or something from beyond the Earth that strikes the Earth, causing deep devastation, and that there will be unbelievable earthquakes, possibly even volcanic eruptions. So, um that's sort of the seven seals. Now, the seventh seal uh, introduces that when you get to the seventh seal, right, it begins to introduce the seven judgments, so the seven trumpet judgments. I'm sorry. So what are the trumpets? This includes half of the fire, um, ha- excuse me, hail and fire that destroy much of the plant life on the earth. So again, this gets back to this idea of some sort of astronomical event that hail and fire is going to destroy much of the plant life of the world. Then, death of much of the world's aquatic life is going to occur. Uh, There's going to be something that happens to the seas. Now, people have sort of thought about this. They've made sort of some postulations on it. Some think it's going to be sort of red tide gone crazy, which is sort of a natural occurrence. I live in Florida, and we see red tide every now and then. It happens. It's a bacteria. But that can get really bad and really huge, and it can be very devastating. So something's out there already that could explain it, right, on how it could happen. could be toxic waste. It could be changing currents and temperatures of the oceans. We don't know. Uh, but something's going to happen that the marine life, aquatic life, much of it's going to die. Then we're going to have an experience where the darkening of the sun and the moon happen. Uh, it'll be sort of an extended type of an eclipse. And then there'll be a plague of what the Bible calls demonic locusts that torture those who aren't Christ's. There's going to be an intentional plague, and this is where the judgments get a little bit more intentional. This particular plague is going to be dedicated to the people who have not aligned with the Lord. Now, let me talk about this. I come from a camp called premillennial pre-tribulation. Here's what that means. That means I believe before these things happen that the church, the people who know the Lord, will be taken out, captured up, raptured out of the world and caught up in the air with Christ to protect us, to protect the church from the wrath of God. Now, the Bible never says God's going to protect us from the wrath of man, but the wrath of God does not fall upon his people. So some people believe because of that, 
and, and everybody hold, who's a Christian sort of holds to that principle. Um, some people believe that Christians will go through half of this, all the seven seals, but they get raptured out right here because it begins to turn and God now begins to send intentional punishments on people who have denied him. So some people believe that at this point, all the Christians are taken away. I believe that we're taken away before this even begins. But be it as it may, um, if you know the Lord, you're going to be okay. God's going to give you the power of the Holy Spirit to sustain through this, or he's going to catch us out of this. But here's what's going to happen after these demonic locusts. It says that they're going to um, they're going to attack people, and a third of humanity will die because of their poison. Now, the seventh trumpet leads now into um, the seven bowls of judgment. All right. Now, the seventh trumpet, let me just say this. It calls for seven angels to carry these bowls, and these are the bowls that are coming, right? It's symbolic, of course. Now, the bowl, of, the bowl judgments include painful sores afflicting all of humanity, the death of every living thing in the sea now, the turning of the intensity of the sun. The sun's intensity turns to the place where it's damaging to people. Now, we already see maybe some foreshadowing that that's occurring. We talk about solar flares. We talk about holes in the ozone. There's some things happening right now that God might be lining up. So when this time comes, the sun's heat, the intensity of the sun's heat is, is easy to understand that it's coming. Now, uh, the bowls also will include things like um, uh, more famine, uh, a darkness, another type of a, a eclipse. But here's the things that will happen then too. The Antichrist will begin to wage war with the rest of the world. This is where the Battle of Armageddon comes in. This is where the Antichrist will take his coalition of forces and go against the nation of Israel. Re remember when I said, uh, I've said a couple of times that Israel is God's prophetic time clock. God uses what happens in Israel to sort of give us an indication. Well, this is one of those, one of those really clear indicators. Israel is this little country. The Antichrist is going to array the entire world that's aligned with him against Israel in the battle of Armageddon. Hey, look, we're going to continue to talk about this. I'm going to extend this into a fourth episode. We'll do that next Friday because I want to finish talking about um, what these seven bowls and and, uh, and trumpets and seals all mean, what happens during the, the process of that, and more importantly, the moral condition of the world between now and then. So be with us next time. Hey, listen, look up, believe in Christ, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey and you'll be sustained even if it's the end of the world as we know it. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much. Thank you for today. And now, Father, be with us as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We'll talk next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. Thank you.